Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Live from Studio 6B, August 8th, 2022, a day that's going to be remembered in the history of this country, if you ask me. Uh, no niceties tonight to start the show, and I'm going to speak for myself, um, although I would bet most of the people on this show, most people who listen to this show agree with me. 90 days we are. We are 90 days from the midterm election. We have had a committee, an unconstitutional committee, going on now with these fake Republicans on it that we have talked about for months, that their goal is the prosecution, criminal prosecution of a former president. And now today, officially, we have reached Banana Republic-style political opposition uh, criminalization as President Trump's home has been raided by the FBI. And now it is a massive estate, so I can imagine the number of FBI um, agents that are there unannounced they show up i heard geo and fran say something about this i swear to god i thought it was a joke i didn't even ask him to repeat what they said i heard fran say something to geo in the office and i thought it was joking or i thought i must have misheard that right and then i saw someone say that president trump had put out a statement and his statement says the following these are dark times for our nation as my beautiful home mar-a-lago in palm beach florida is currently under siege raided and occupied by a large group of fbi agents Nothing like this has ever happened to a president in the United States before. After working and cooperating with the relevant government agencies, this unannounced raid on my home was not necessary or appropriate. It is prosecutorial misconduct, the weaponization of the justice system, and an attack by radical left Democrats who desperately don't want me to run for president in 2024, especially based on recent polls, and who will likewise do anything to stop Republicans and conservatives in the upcoming midterm elections. Such an assault could only take place in a broken third world country. Sadly, America has now become one of those countries, corrupt at a level not seen before. They even broke into my safe. What is the difference between this and Watergate, where operatives broke into the Democratic National Committee? Here, in reverse, Democrats broke into the home of the 45th president of the United States. An FBI who has targeted parents at school board meetings an FBI who has targeted state legislatures, an FBI who has targeted states when it comes to abortion, and now an FBI who has targeted the former president of the United States. A border wide open, where is the FBI? Nowhere to be found. Drugs pouring into the country, where is the FBI? Nowhere to be found. But they have time to show up at the 45th president home in Florida and the media will give them total cover and support. That is what the sickest part of this all is. The media will give them support. They will not hold them to account. They will not question this. They will not question the damage that has been done to the country tonight because of this. They will run cover for the FBI. 
The founder and editor-in-chief of Just the News has been nice enough to jump, uh, to j- jump on with us here on short notice, as he did with Dr. Gina right before us. John Solomon, welcome, as always, to Live from Studio 6B. Um, in a situation that clearly this has have to have been planned for, what would you say, a month, four, six weeks? Yeah, maybe not. I mean, some of these decisions tend to be a little more happy chance in the FBI. I mean, clearly they've had inklings about going and uh, in, in getting evidence from President Trump. They've telegraphed that. The Democrats have telegraphed that. A raid like this could go on. It could be really planned in five or 10 days. It would have to go to the top of the Justice Department. Uh, the, this is a special circumstances raid, meaning there's a politically sensitive individual. Almost certainly Merrick Garland and Chris Ray are in the know. President Biden may or may not be in the know. They may not have brought him in because of the appearance issues. Uh, but you know, at least Chris Ray and uh, the Attorney General would have to be in the know certainly a few days in the making. Uh, It doesn't necessarily have to be weeks, but the predicate for this has been laid for weeks. The uh, orchestrated televised hearings by the Democrats in a one-sided show was designed to soften up the American public to this potential, this prospect. Uh, And we're in in an unprecedented moment in American history. To say this is a crisis is to to be, I think, not an understatement in this moment. We're looking at the former president using the power of the FBI or his administration using the power of the FBI to go after his likely 2024 rival. By the way, the very thing Democrats accused Donald Trump of doing when he had that conversation with the Ukraine president in 2019. They have now uh, upped the ante by actually using our FBI to to do this. And um, whatever the reasons are, we won't know for days, but we'll, we'll have to find out the facts. But a critical moment in American history, not one that we're going to forget very soon. I mean, you think about Merrick Garland, the interview he did on NBC with Lester Holt. You think about the FBI director the other day answering absolutely no questions. I mean, I'm usually not the cynical one, but if you ask me, this has to have been planned. This seems absolutely coordinated. This this is no coincidence. This seems like a strike at the heart of our democracy. This is clearly an attempt to in, uh, to intervene into the midterm elections, if you ask me. I mean, so what is the information you have so far on the ground? Uh, it has to be an enormous amount of FBI agents. Yeah, there's a large number. Uh, I'm told a couple dozen is what we're hearing. I'm still working to get that confirmed, but the early reports are a couple dozen. Uh, most of the president's uh, uh, evidence would be in his office, which is a rather small office. Uh, the safe is in that office, and they might. Uh, we have not confirmed whether they've gone into the residence part, meaning the personal residence part. Uh, but we will find out in a few days. There's a thing called search warrant returns that will let us know what it is that the FBI sought and what they were, what reason they had for doing this, uh, and that'll give us our first inkling of what's going on. But let's think about this. I just said this to Gene a little bit ago. It was exactly one week ago. Uh, today, that Senator Chuck Grassley made these extraordinary revelations that there were FBI whistleblowers who had come forward and alleged that the FBI was opening up an investigation on Donald Trump without a proper predicate and, and closing down an investigation of Hunter Biden by falsely claiming legitimate evidence was disinformation. That level of politicalization, we're still absorbing the magnitude of those allegations and the fact that they came from internal FBI agents. And this FBI goes out and raids the the, uh, the President Trump 
after the allegation they already opened up one investigation on him improperly and we now know they also opened up an investigation improperly on him involving Russia collusion that the warrants to the FISA court were false and misleading so the FBI only plays into the idea that it has become a banana republic force a political weapon yeah. even if there are legitimate concerns about it uh, and there are legitimate evidentiary reasons to do this. Uh, the optics are not going to alleviate the problem that the FBI has. And it's now a political banana Republican arm. And, and I don't know how we're going to get over that. It's a very uh, important moment in history for us to step back, grasp what's going on. Let's get some facts. We have very few facts right now. Uh, but uh, this well, is a moment that's going to long live in memory. I'll tell you the facts we do have. The FBI never raided the Clintons. The FBI never that's raided right. the Bidens. The, ever, the FBI never held anybody for Russia collusion accountable. We know a lot of facts about the FBI. And you've been around this a long time, John. Are you telling me that they could not have subpoenaed the documents they want? They could not have reached out to the president's attorneys and said these subpoenas are coming and arrange whatever they had to arrange? They had to go in there like the Gestapo today? Like, the, I mean, I know you said you're going to find out what the warrant, yeah. I mean, what it was thereafter, but what could it possibly Early, be that call for this? Listen, a lot of lawyers I've talked to in the last 30 minutes, including many who are Democrats, liberals, may have even voted for Joe Biden, are calling this moment reckless, unnecessary a political show of force, not necessary. There's three things to think about. First off, all the documents about January 6th are gonna be in the National Archives. There's no reason they couldn't get those from the archives. Secondly, the president of the United States has a lawyer. There's a history of negotiating with the president. We did so with Bill Clinton uh, during the Monica Lewinsky scandal. So they're, they're, the former presidents usually comply with the law. That should have been the first opportunity here to take a look at this. And, and the third thing is, in the light of the, the fact that there are just current concerns about the FBI, the fact that those weren't taken into consideration here, uh, I think is going to stoke a lot of public anger. And the FBI is going to be facing a lot of questions uh, that uh, why they didn't handle this another way. But they did this with Roger Stone. They did it with Paul Manafort. They did it with Rudy Giuliani. Think about what we learned last week. Rudy Giuliani got all of his computers returned. You know why? That whole allegation about him in Russia, they're not interested anymore. Sometimes the raid is the show. Sometimes the raid is the political impact some people are trying to create. And it's going to take us some time to find out what motivated this and whether it's justified. But it is um, clearly a, a moment that a lot of Americans are going to uh, uh, be upset about and they're going to be demanding answers. Let me ask you this. How is this not a national security issue at this point? You have China, who's basically surrounded Taiwan. You have other enemies of ours around the world ready to move on, you know, all on the move. We are so distracted, and now you put this on top of it. How is this our enemies don't look at this and go, <laughs> I mean, if, if China was going to move on Taiwan, what better time to do it than now? When, what, what's well, going listen, on in this country? Well, there's no doubt that the China and Russia are laughing with glee with all that has gone on in the last two years, starting with the bungled withdrawal from Afghanistan, which showed extraordinary American weakness. Al-Qaeda is resurgent enough that the leader felt comfortable hanging out on a balcony in yeah. Kabul, not worried that the U.S. might get him. Yeah. Uh, and then all of the fake investigations going back to 2015, of 2016 with Russia collusion, then Ukraine. This, our enemies have been dying for this moment, for America to turn on itself. And the fact of the matter is, the people leading this are the same people that gave us the fake Russia collusion story. Adam Schiff, people like that. The FBI is the same FBI that misled the court uh, in the FISA case. 
that just last week removed a senior official from his perch in Washington, D.C., where a lot of these investigations are rooted because of political bias, because he was tweeting uh, inappropriate things on social media showing a bias and possibly intervened and interfered on some cases. It's the same actors who haven't cleaned up their act before now involved in this. And even if it were, it, it turns out to be legitimate, the doubts about the FBI, the Justice Department, the Democrats in Congress have not been resolved to the satisfaction of a majority of Americans. Polling shows that. Um, you know, I was going to open the show tonight talking about the Republican Party before this before this happened and you know, talking a little bit about CPAC and what I watched at CPAC and coming away from it thinking, you know, what are the actionable items you leave CPAC with? If you're, what, what, what are the actionable, I mean, I know there's some good speeches and stuff, but like, where's the actionable items that we leave CPAC with for the Republican Party, whether it's for governors, whether it's state legislators, like what are the, what's the 10 things, what, what do you leave with? I mean, like, where is the Republican Party? So now this happens if we don't have the most motivated base in the history of the planet come November, I, I mean, what else could do it? It's a great question. Listen, the politics of this will sort itself out quickly, but I suspect this uh, will make President Trump more sympathetic to maybe even more people in the country because they'll see the contrast between the way Hunter Biden and Bill Clinton and Hillary Clinton were treated. Uh, and so it could have an impact on the elections. The very thing that the attorney general's guy tries to prevent. In this case, it may benefit President Trump short term, but it doesn't benefit anyone in this country to have these optics and to have these questions unresolved. And I'm gonna take this back to an unusual moment. 2017 and 2018, when the Republicans had complete control of the House, complete control of the Senate, they were in the White House and they failed to uh, get the FBI and held them to account on what was going on in real time with Russia. The failure to exact punishment for one of the greatest scandals in American law enforcement history has emboldened people to do things like this. Now, even if it's legitimate, they know there's not going to be any consequence. One guy pled out, didn't even go to prison for falsifying documents to court. An FBI lawyer. That's the only punishment that's happened. The failure of Republicans when they had power to hold those agencies accountable has only created the aura that they are now able to do these things without, with impunity, without, without consequence. All right, John, can, we, can you hold through the break with us? Sure can. All right, let's hold through the break. We're going to bring Dr. Gene Loudon in after the break, and we'll bring John back in, and we'll see if there's any more uh, update on what exactly is going on at Mar-a-Lago as the 45th president of the United States home has been raided by the FBI tonight. We're back right after this. All right, 17 past the hour, back on live from Studio 6B on breaking news. President Trump's Mar-a-Lago raided by the FBI tonight. Um, we're getting reaction, obviously, as it comes in. Just a couple here. Uh, Thomas Congressman Massey. In third world countries and banana republics, they prosecute the former president's leaders and their staff right now. We look beneath them. We are in officially a race to the bottom. Uh, Joe Kent, who's running in Washington, we must bring the national security state to heal or we won't have a country anymore. This Bingo. has to be our top priority in 2023. We start with the FBI and the DOJ. You said what, Paul Nolan? I said bingo. It's the CIA, and now they just weaponized the IRS even more than they were. It's unbelievable. The alphabet gang grows with our tax money, and we get screwed. 
Uh, let's bring in Dr. Gina Loudon, host of Prime Time. John Solomon's been nice enough to stay with us as well. Dr. G, um, you want to give me your overall thoughts when you heard this, or, and you want to tell me anything else you know as of right this second? I think that this is a gross violation of uh, our Constitution on so many levels. Uh, if, I'm, if I'm guessing, as John said, we do have to wait for the details to unfold, but we don't, in a way, those of us who know, know that uh, there have been so many violations here. And when you look at what has happened to this president and what he said, I think rings so true tonight, and that is this is not an attack on his private home. This is an attack on every single American's private home. And to anybody out there on the left who's listening, you better realize that there's only one way to fight fire like this. And that means that when Republicans are in control, you know, what happens then if we don't fix this? This is a bipartisan, this is an attack on a bipartisan America. This is not about right or left anymore. This is as far radical, Bolshevik, commie uh, as it gets. And it will only continue unless Democrats who are honest rise up and say, enough this is over the line yeah but but we know the republicans don't weaponize their prosecutions like the democrats do they don't play on the same level they don't play on the same ball field there's not a federal judge anywhere in dc or any place else that would stand up to this kind of nonsense the media is going to run cover for them so i mean realistically what, what do you do in this situation well you know john john just gave some great information on my show just preceding this and he said you have to believe that the founders of our country understood so well uh, what could happen, and that there are um, there are provisions in place that will protect us. There are honest judges. The Supreme Court, as John cited on my show earlier, sorry, John, to just cite you. I guess you could just answer the question. But but there are measures in place for moments like this in our history, and we've dealt with crisis moments that we weren't maybe there for them. Maybe they didn't feel as violating as this feels. I certainly think we need to be vocal. We need to never blink. In this particular scenario, we need to stop letting them intimidate us ever um, and stand up for every single constitutional right, as small as I don't have to wear a mask just because your uh, ordinance said I did. Whatever it is, we have to stand up now. Um, and, and I think we realize what we really did give away in terms of freedom, which must be exercised to be kept alive. Uh, certainly under COVID, we gave up a lot. Hey, John, um, I don't know if, if you've heard from any Republicans yet, but I mean, just a quick glance at social media, I, I don't. I mean, if the Republicans are not going to stand up tonight and absolutely push back in the hardest language they can and absolutely be irate, I mean, irate. Have you heard from anybody yet? Have you heard from oh, anyone? Oh, yeah. Okay. I have, Damon. Yeah, listen, I think there's an enormous amount of outrage. It's interesting. I'm hearing outrage from the left. I, I'm hearing oh, lawyers and Democrats saying this is just not a smart way to handle whatever it is they're investigating. There were better ways to handle this. And so I, I'm seeing some early bipartisan, I'm seeing a, a, a condemnation of this, which is, this is ill thought out. This is an escalation that's unnecessary. That's coming from both sides of political out. Now I do have a little, in the break, I was able to text with one of my sources. I got one piece of information I think is important to us. This raid was conducted by agents working for the Washington field office. That's important for several things. We know that office is involved in two investigations that circle Trump world. One of them is the um, January 6th revelations. Was the president trying to uh, incite a riot and, and create violence that day? They're also working on a second thing that was referred to them by the National Archives, yeah. and that is 
that they found some documents allegedly believed to be classified that were in the president's possession. Just think about that. If that becomes the reason they raided Mar-a-Lago— Wasn't there a story, John, it, about documents being flushed down the toilet? I don't know if that was in the media story. But there was a story. Wasn't yeah. there a story about that, too? There have been allegations of that. I haven't found anyone who believes that to be true. Yeah. But think about how Hillary Clinton got treated. Her lawyer was in possession of classified documents. He was allowed to keep them in his safe. David Kendall kept those documents in his safe. There was no raid of Hillary Clinton in that circumstance. And Hillary Clinton was able to bleach bit her uh, uh, blackberries and other evidence, destroying evidence from the FBI. No consequence to that. If this is involving the classified documents, it's going to be an interesting contrast. But Washington field office is important for one other news reason. It is that office and its former assistant special agent in charge that was the focal point of these FBI whistleblowers just a week ago, claiming that that office was politicizing, politically tampering with investigations involving both Trump and Hunter Biden. That office is the one conducting this raid tonight. A lot of questions uh, if that turns out to be the case. Eric Trump on social media through Brian Kilmeade, nothing in this safe. FBI agents 30 approximately raided on behalf of nations of nation archives. Uh, this is outrageous. Has to have come from POTUS and or someone in the White House. Dr. G, your reaction to hearing that? <sighs> You know, what do you even say when uh, this is beginning already to, to look like something that is just um, politically motivated? And we shouldn't be surprised when we see the Senate passage of this massive bill uh, painted to help people who are already hurting in a nation um, where they're hiring uh, close to 80,000 new IRS investigators and all of this ammo that they bought and the fact that these people are going to be armed why this is the question we were asking on my show tonight that america's just we simply can't conceive of this you know damon and it goes straight to your point of conservatives just not thinking like this we're not marxists um we don't think about destroying our enemy but you need to go back and read if you haven't recently Anything you want to read on Marxist Times, I could give a lot of a lot of great examples of what. But it's not just about punishing your enemy. That's where conservatives get it wrong. It is about absolutely destroying, eliminating your enemy. So for us to think it's going to stop at what? At Russiagate, at, at Ukraine, at the impeachments, at J6, at the raiding of Mar-a-Lago? No, it's not going to stop there. And if you're not awake to that fact... It's really a good time to wake up to that fact because we as people are going to have to rise up and give our elected officials all the support they're going to need to do what comes next, and that is to stand firm. And that means Mitch McConnell. I mean, every single Republican, including all those rhinos, better realize our entire country is at risk. And this is the litmus moment. This is really the turning point. Um yeah, I only got about a minute left here. John, you know, it's it's hard to look at this and not think about Christopher Ray. President Trump appoints him. He comes from Chris Christie's personal lawyer. The relationship between the two, I mean, he's almost a Democratic operative at this point. It's been an absolute, utter disaster. This, The Trump-Ray connection is really quite a, a stunning when you think about this now well, happening tonight. 
It's funny you say that because Damon, earlier today, I interviewed uh, Rick Grinnell, the former DNI, who confirmed to me that in the summer and spring of 2020, he urged President Trump to fire Chris Ray because Chris Ray wasn't taking seriously the politicalization of the FBI. And he even told an anecdote where FBI agents came and said their bosses were making them redact documents that should have been released. Remarkable story. It just looks like political payback, even if it isn't. The optics are going to remain that way for so many Americans. Yeah, it looks like straight tyranny is what it looks like. Well, uh, I want to thank both of you for jumping on with us on short notice, obviously, as this breaks right before the show starts. So John Solomon, Dr. Gene Loudon, thank you both. Um, we'll get back right after this break, and we will further discuss here what's going on. John, thanks. Gina, thank you so much. Thanks, thank Damon. Thank you, Damon. All right, live from Studio 6B, we got more to do. Get the guys involved here and get updated on what's going on. We'll follow this all night long. This is a, a dark day for this country, if you ask me. And one that will not be forgotten. All right, 30 minutes past the hour live from Studio 6B on obviously a different show than we thought we were going to do uh, as this broke about, I didn't even know it was real till about quarter of eight because I, I, I swear to God, I heard Fran say something to Gio and I thought I thought I heard what he said and I thought to my, I didn't even ask him to repeat it because I thought that's, come on, cannot be. It didn't seem yeah. surprising when I got the alert on my phone and just walked into the office and everyone seemed nonchalant about it. Yeah, I, I, I didn't even, I thought it was a joke when when um someone said trump put out a statement and then i read it yeah i had no idea any of this was happening till i walked in i mean yeah, literally yeah literally broke around seven you know seven twenty five seven thirty i was leaving my house my wife's like you're not gonna believe this i'm yeah i'm getting texts from i'm getting texts from friends going i'm like oh yeah i believe it i believe it because it's a race against hunter the information they have against hunter it's a race against obama's white house and all the corruption I mean, there's got to be so much information on that computer because you know that weasel dirtbag crackhead was going to use it any way he could as currency against his father, against politicians to, to line his pockets. So there's no doubt in my mind that this, this witch hunt is all about distracting from Hunter, beating them to information, trying to somehow extract um, some leverage to hold back some of the dirt they have on them. It, I just think it just feels to me like you know, the weaponization and desperation. So I was going to ask you, D, I was going to ask you guys, you know, if it looks like it's such a terrible optic, right? We all agree that mm -hmm. this is a terrible look. Even Democrats, anybody for any form of civil liberty and, and, and decency will agree that this is horrible. Trump will now look a little sympathetic to those people as well. So from a strategic temp standpoint, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense unless there's sheer desperation on their part somehow or another to... Um, you know, continue the witch hunt in a way to create leverage. So, you know, to me, I would love for you guys to try to maybe expand with the audience. Our audience is awesome. I, I mean, love... I don't think there's anything to expand. I think he just said no. it. <laughs> That's exactly yeah. right. I mean, if anything, this is this is a way to um, put it out there. And like you said, pro probably uh, I'll 
triple threat you on the distractions because you got to distract from the COVID not working. You got to distract from the monkeypox not working. You got to distract from the ass kicking you just got last Tuesday. You know the election rigging is not going to work. You got to distract from that. Now they just passed this bill, the Inflation Inflation Act, which people are going to start to find out what's in it because nobody read it. And we're starting to find out about the IRS. You mentioned that. Uh, all this stuff that's coming out. And they need a distraction. And what better distraction than somebody they were targeting anyway? Hey, let's give them the old Roger Stone treatment. You know, calling this a distraction to me does a disservice to how, how outrageous it is. Because this is a precursor for prosecution yeah. of their political enemy, plain and simple. This seems more like weaponization. Saying, seems saying like it's a, a, just a distraction is, is no, not I, doing it justice. I'm not it's saying it's way more than that. Right. And I'm not saying it's just a distraction. But it's, it's the biggest one they have to take away from everything else. Everything that could be, you know, negative could be seen as bad. Biden this, people hate that. The country's going down the tubes. We need to do something. We're finally, let's focus in. We're talking about this anyway. Uh Uh-oh, somebody just whistleblowed that we're going to do this, that we're we're opening up an investigation. We better get this done now. This is why I said to John. any more people come out. This has to have been planned. I disagree that it could be days. I think it has to have been a month at least. This is timed. This is coordinated. This is planned. We right know as, why. Uh, right, right as the yeah. puppet in chief comes out of his COVID lockdown, as this BS bill with another three quarters of a trillion dollars, tons of pork for a bu- just de- deflating the currency, smashing the daylights out of the middle class, smashing the daylights out of our elderly, everybody who had the decency to save and work and prepare to have a nice life in their retirement are getting hammered down. The poorest people in the world are getting hammered down. Nations are turning upside down in Sri Lanka and, you know, and, and places like it. And the whole world is caving in and it's all based on so much of this BS uh, monetary system. And now they have this attack on a pr- sitting, a, a former president. I mean, it's just utterly insane to me, the desperation. This is an attack. And I feel like it's, it's, it's like as legitimate of a strike um, to create leverage, and, and I, I just, I, I, I'm, I'm just so beyond disgusted right now. Uh, yeah. A couple other reactions on social media. Uh, Representative Claudia Tenney, I believe she's from New York. The DOJ and FBI are being weaponized like never before to target political opponents. This administration has thrown the rule of law and faith in our democratic institutions out the door. Joe Biden and Merrick Garland must answer immediately for today's. Ra- well, okay, that's great. Who's going to get him to answer? Who's going to get them? You, Congress, the media, who is going to get them to answer? You know, if nobody. Yeah. And if you're one of those Democrats out there who where I stand with Ukraine because I Putin's thuggish Stalinist style behavior, you know, if you're one of those jackasses out there who's going to act like, oh, I feel, you know, style, you know, the, the Putin's a, is, a, is a heavy handed thug. Is there anything more heavy handed than this? Yeah. And by the way. Who from the White House made this decision to get to go? Obama. It wasn't Biden. No, we puppet. know damn well know that. He probably would have said, "Who? <laughs> you want to go? Who? Who's yeah, that?" Yeah, he would say, "Mama, can you change my underpants?" Harmeet Dillon. Mess. Raiding the home of your predecessor and leader of the opposition to harass him and terrorize his supporters is the kind of tin pot dictator garbage you don't even see in faded European powers. Only in the likes of banana republics. Bingo. If you're a Republican that's a wuss, we're going to expose you and work overtime to end your political career. Uh, let's see what else is out there. 
I was Donald Trump, I'd seize on the FBI raid, schedule a presser, and announce that I'm running for president in 2024 tomorrow. He should announce he's running on the platform of dismantling the FBI and destroying the deep state that is being weaponized against Americans. Not a bad thing to add add to your platform, I'll tell you that much, because a lot of people are seeing this. They see it, and and you can't you can't try and 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 sugarcoat this. I mean, they do have the media on their side, which is what they're counting on, is to hopefully tamp down as much opposition as possible. But I mean, let's face it, they can't. They just they're they're getting shellacked, and they know it. Is this here's a question? Is this a way to you know maybe maybe they they do want that civil war? Uh, Are they trying to get us to fight with each other? I'm going to tell you something right now. Before this happened, I was going to start this show tonight putting up the first flag of warning because there is some polling that does not show anymore that they're getting shellacked, especially in the Senate now that these races have been set. That's how I was starting tonight's show. I was going to start with that. That's my first warning that the Republicans better get it together. Because I know they went to CPAC for four days and I listened to all the speeches. And if I'm a governor in a red state or I'm a state legislature or I'm, a, I'm someone who's voting in these states, I have no idea what the Republican platform is right now. No idea. You don't leave there. I mean, I, CPAC's great. But I mean, you, you can't go there and just be like, hey, yeah, we were hanging. The dinners were great. What are we doing there as a party? What are we doing the conservative movement? What are we doing at these places? Where are we leaving these? Where's the 10-point um, action plan for governors and state legislatures to take back power, to challenge medical tyranny, to challenge masking, to challenge our kids in our schoolroom? Where is this stuff? You can't go there and just be like, oh, yeah, it has great speeches. It's, a it's four days of self-promotion. I have no idea what the Republican platform is going into the midterms and now there's polling the show it's not a wave anymore the wave is receded now that doesn't mean anything they could still get wiped out of course they need to but the republicans have to get it together what republican is screaming to the hills on and on any of these things that really is what matters to people Outside you got tim scott endorsing uh, murkowski she's anti everything he believes on school choice no one's talking about forced medical tyranny except for maybe Rand Paul once in a while, Thomas Massey once in a while. Mitch McConnell just got a course his ass kicked around like he always does by uh, Lion uh, West Virginia mansion who outsmarted him, and him and Schumer. On this bill, Republicans don't stand up. They don't ever threaten to hold up uh, reconciliation bills or any of these things that take 60 votes coming up. I mean, they've got to get it together. We're going to go, everyone's going into November thinking, ah, oh, this is a cake. Okay, okay. I mean, it's just crazy. Josh Hammer, I'm not entirely sure what the right thing to do is at this precise juncture. And this is, of course, a federal raid, but Governor DeSantis <clears throat> needs to do something about this utter outrage in Palm Beach. And that's an interesting point. What does the governor of Florida, what can he do? What does he feel about this? Slick Rick, you haven't said much. Obviously, it's hard to do sports right now. What's, what's your feeling on this tonight? Beyond furious. I mean, actually, the pendulum of justice has sunk to an all-time low on the left. I got to tell you, this is just absolutely, incredibly 
outrageously disgusting. I am beyond furious. Big D totally blew me out of what I normally am. Uh, this is injustice. And you know, if they could do this to our president, what could they do to all of us? Paul made a great point. The government is now being weaponized. And I'm telling you, this bill with the IRS now, businessmen who are just getting out of COVID, trying to make a living, trying to come back, and now we got to put up with the IRS now. Put that picture around. up, G, of the MetLife Stadium. Do you know what MetLife Stadium seating capacity is? Yeah, about 86,500. 86, they want to fund 87,000 new FBI agents, which means every one of those damn seats and a couple standing on the field, and, that, and that's, that's who you're facing. 87,000 agents, that's what it looks like if they're all in one place, right there. And then they're not going after the billionaires because we only have about 600 of them in this country. Right, 724 billionaires. They're okay. going after you. Not, in the middle class. not only that, but, but I mean just the common sense part of it. Millionaires and billionaires, they have accountants. They have tax attorneys to read all this stuff and file their stuff correctly, which is why they don't end up in jail for the most part. So then who else are they going to go after? The ones that they can actually intimidate. The people like us who can't afford hundreds of thousands of dollars for attorneys and going to court and trying to fight the IRS. That's who they're going to focus on. And, and fighting the IRS unto itself is a joke. They have a 98% conviction rate. So please, now they buy a ton of weapons and, and, and ammunition and hire 87000 So they're, tax, they're using our tax money from... One, deflating our currency and creating inflation by, so your savings is now worth even less with their new print job. And then they hire IRS agents, spend billions on it with your money to get more of your money. It's mm -hmm. psychotic. Uh, Representative Jim Banks, if the FBI can raid the home of a former U.S. president, imagine what 87,000 more IRS, IRS agents will do to you. Sean Davis from the Federalist says that's the whole point. Democrats are raising an army designed and equipped to wage war against you, the American people. Marjorie Taylor Greene, defund the FBI. Jack Posobiec on what is going to be a very important thing to keep your eye out on. What I just asked John Solomon. Has every GOP elected leader denounced the raid on Mar-a-Lago yet? We are watching and keeping the receipts. And he's absolutely right about that. And that's what I said to John. If every damn one of them is not screaming to the hill tonight somewhere, I don't, I mean, what, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. This has got, I mean, I don't know if saying this is the hill to die on is too strong, but damn it, there's got to be a line in the sand with what they've done to President Trump over his whole, since 2015 here. We've never seen anything like this. We've never seen anything like this. You have this committee who has set the, they have set the groundwork for this. This is their only goal. We've said this all along, was prosecution of this man. Doing the dirty work that they don't have any constitutional authority to do. And here we are, 90 days out from the midterms. This is where we are tonight.
15 to the hour, live from Studio 6B. Some more reaction to what's going on tonight. Breaking news, obviously, as we've covered all shows so far. President Trump's home raided by the FBI, unannounced. The 45th president of the United States raided unannounced by the Gestapo FBI. Well, because that's because in their mind, he's already a criminal. That's what the January 6th committee has been trying to establish. You think about it. The head of the FBI, as uh, Christopher Atkinson from uh, Get It, just reminded me, right? The FBI uh, raid was conducted in the D.C. office by the head man who was in the FBI, you know, the Michigan, um, you know, scam uh, attempted kidnapping. Well, of- that's what Rick just brought up before, right? Because yeah. Ted Cruz just questioned Ray the other day. And that was brought up in that questioning. I mean, it's in, how does that get, he gets a promotion for being nailed for being a scam? That's incredible. Kimberly oh. Guilfoyle, the He's, FBI raid of Mar-a-Lago is a continuation of the left's endless and unlawful persecution of President Trump. The failed Biden regime will do anything to try to distract the American people from the fact that their policies are destroying the nation. Dan Bongino, Merrick Garland is a disgrace to humankind. He opened the door to tyranny and there's no turning back now. The only solution is a thorough house cleaning at the FBI and DOJ after we take the White House. No one involved in any of this should have a job after day one. No one. Joe Pinion, who's running for U.S. Senate here in New York. Last night, they officially weaponized the IRS. Today, they weaponized the Department of Justice. The target was not criminals. The target was not even Trump. The target was freedom, and the target was all of us. Wake up. Couldn't be more right with that one. I think I already read this one, but this might be the tweet of the night. If I was Donald Trump, I'd seize on the FBI raid, schedule a presser, and announce that I'm running for president in 2024 tomorrow. I like it. Yeah. He should announce he's running on the platform of dismantling the FBI and destroying the deep state that is being weaponized against Americans. I mean, I, I, mean, I read that before. Yep. William Wolfe. Maybe the best one I've seen so far, and not a bad idea. What did Joe Biden know and when did he know it about the plans for the FBI to raid Donald Trump's residence at Mar-a-Lago? Good question. I'd say nothing. Probably did. but You know, we had heard from joke. other people in the past, right, saying that like the, um, the 2,000 mules, I'm sorry, my memory is not what it was. The, um, we had a friend of the show uh, saying that there's so much more evidence coming of, of rigged elections. And, and oh, Greg saw, Phillips. Yes, thank yeah. you. You had a, well, um, and we saw other people talk about this so much more hellacious information on Hunter's computer. You know, it just seems to me like this is just a desperate. I mean, I just can't get over what I'm seeing. It just feels so desperate. The more I think about it, you know, this is like they're doing everything in their power to press every bit of their 2030 green energy agenda. And it's a, it's a race against the clock for globalism because they know that people are standing up here the way people are standing up in other nations across the world. Like, you know, we're seeing these smaller nations take it to the streets and take it over the capitals and, and the overthrowing governments. You know, if the American people here and the majority is starting to get loud, I would not be surprised if, you know, if, um, you know, I wouldn't, I really wouldn't be surprised if, if something really seriously breaks about Hunter Biden, because, I mean, this just looks so darn desperate to me. The governor of Florida has now tweeted... The raid of Mar-a-Lago is another escalation in the weaponization of federal agencies against the regime's political opponents, while people like Hunter Biden get treated with kid gloves. Now the regime is getting another 87,000 IRS agents to wield against its adversaries. Banana Republic. David Brody. 
Way to go, Democrats. Your FBI raid just made President Trump a political martyr and in the process gave him more of a glide path right back to 1600. Your strategy's really humming along. Eric Erickson, the FBI is, if the FBI is brazen enough to set the precedent of raiding a former president's home, good luck to you, the middle-class gig economy folks, when the new 87,000 new IRS agents come calling. Mm-hmm. You see a pattern here? Yeah, and this headline from uh, the Daily Mail from over the weekend, VP Joe Biden met with two Chinese energy execs in the West Wing. The 15th meeting with his businessmen tied to his son's company, who days later sent Hunter a fawning email to fix his uh, luxury electric vehicle of $102,000. That came out over the weekend. Hmm, that's uncomfortable. Uh, John Reeves, who is the founding member of Reeves Law, appellate practitioner, says, I don't care what you think about Trump. The FBI had damn well better have airtight evidence justifying probable cause under the Fourth Amendment for doing the raid. If not, this country is in trouble, big trouble. Well, Mr. Reeves, the country's already in big trouble because uh, if you remember what happened to the FISA court, um, they were presented with evidence that was just plainly false and people presenting it knew it. Nothing ever happened to them. You know, then you think about this report now from Newsweek that exposes, uh, it's called project called uh, Signature Reduction, uh, that Pentagon has secret army of 60,000 undercover operatives consisting of civilian soldiers and contractors working under hidden identities. Um, this is uh, due to an expose at Newsweek. And it says uh, no one is fully certain of the signature reduction size or real influence that Congress has never held a hearing on it, making it virtually unregulated. unregulated. The project also seems to get its funding from a handful of little-known shadow government organizations who raise as much as $900 million every year to support this project. I mean, this is like, you know, so now weaponization of every form of media, all conversations, and it's, it's you know, we, every person who's on FBI has ever been in a debate, I mean, on, on Facebook has always known they were like provocateur and agents on there, like just lie and scam and provoke you know, harvest data, but it, it's it's out there again. The CIA is just as corrupt as all of it, if not the most corrupt. Matt Schlapp, I urge MAGA and conservatives to be outraged. We have to defend the country and the Constitution from this coup. But it starts with channeling the anger into firing every socialist at every level of government. Get the power back and use the power to defund the attack on America. Army Dillon, this FBI pushed Russia collusion hoax, spied on law-abiding Americans, lied to the FISA court, just talked about that, Ignored Hillary's server escapades, ignored Biden family criminal activity, persecutes journalists at Project Veritas, treats J6 trespassers like terrorists, goes after PTA moms, ignores drug crimes at the border, allows drug cartels to operate freely in the U.S. Our FBI has become a total disgrace, and Merrick Garland is so deeply lacking in judgment that he is unfit to serve as attorney general. Americans deserve better than this shameful crew. Couldn't say it better. I almost said a lot of that already. Doug Collins, former congressman, senator from Georgia. Uh, a congressman from Georgia. My five years, I have watched, attacked, and called out the DOJ for their political weaponization of the law. Tonight, they showed the world that politics is more important than due process. Shame on the FBI, shame on the DOJ, and shame on the Biden administration. Absolutely disgusting. 
Steve Dace, a series of unfortunate events. Indefinitely detain nonviolent protesters. Turn private businesses into your biomedical fascist enforcement. Purge military of critical thinkers. Hire legions of more IRS agents. Weaponize FBI against your primary opponent. Demonic. And unfortunately, that's where we're at. This is where we're at on a night that the 45th president's house has been raided unannounced by the FBI. And like John Solomon told us, they'll get some reports back from the warrants to see exactly what they were there after, whether, whether it was what he said. I'm hard-pressed to believe that whatever we find out, it's, not, it's, it's something that had to be done like this. That could not have been arranged between attorneys through a subpoena. Yeah to get what they needed to get. And President Trump, actually, if I still have his thing up here, do I still have it? He says, after working and cooperating with the relevant government agencies. So this may be a situation where they started out that way and thought, let's make them think we're doing this, you know, and then we'll just in the back door here. Yeah, we'll create a big show and we'll yeah. give the media a chance to make up 38 lies and stories that every one of these Axios and mainstream media outlets will, will make up BS and every little outlet will run with it and every jacked up DTS weirdo will, will froth at the mouth. All right, hour two coming up. We'll try to get back to some of the regular show stuff, but uh, we're going to continue to obviously track this the rest of the night. Hour two on a Monday night. They, um, well, I'm, I mean, certainly a night that I never thought we'd be reporting on something like this. A nope. former president's home raided by the FBI. I mean, who could have ever thought you'd be reporting on this? No way. Not even close. Not, Not even, even close. close. Oh. And so many times, that, and you guys were mentioning it just before we went to break about how, you know, Roger Stone revealed it. I think Giuliani revealed it. Everybody reveals, oh, yeah, we're working with the FBI. We're trying to get them what they need. And then all of a sudden they show up. And they do a raid. So it's, it, this, is, this is a pattern with the FBI. They do this all the time. So we shouldn't actually really, if you think about it, probably shouldn't be surprised. But it is still kind of unnerving to see, you know, the weaponization of this law enforcement agency against the past president and, and soon to be against anybody who speaks out against this administration. A uh, couple things here. The great Larry O'Connor from WMAL in Washington says Attorney General Merrick Garland approved an FBI raid on the former president who personally revoked his nomination for the Supreme Court when he won the presidency. Read that sentence a couple times. Uh, Charlie Kirk on Getter. The regime wants you outraged at Vladimir Putin for his anti-democratic thuggish behavior so you'll be too distracted to notice how America under Joe Biden, has devolved into Stalin-esque political dystopia. Your enemies aren't in Moscow. They're in Washington, D.C. I just said it's something similar, but he said it 
with a brain and I said it like a meat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, DC Drano, who, uh, oh, what did I just do? What an idiot. Well, real quick, while you find that, just remember that about last month we were talking about how the Ukraine, Zelensky, what did he do? He outlawed political opposition and shut down about 16 other yep. political parties and the media. Well, speaking so they of that, could control it all. Yeah, man, right on. And you see, CBS finally does some real reporting, and then they have to retract their entire yeah. story. I plan on doing that story about only thirty percent of the money and weapons that we send to Ukraine in this proxy war, uh, U.S. versus uh, you know Russia. And now the money, all the stuff is on the black market. Yeah, and and it it's a joke. The the you know the the thugs and the military industrial complex make a fortune and come out sorry, of your Paul, pocket again. Is this a live shot, G of Mar-a-Lago? All right, so we've we got a live shot here from our our great Real America's Voice crew scrambled out to Marlago. So here's a live shot right now of uh, I'm assuming one of the entrances here. You can still see there's a lot of action there. Obviously, um, we'll keep monitoring. Yeah, just keep it up, G. More, even if it freezes, I mean we're all we're all kind of flying on the seat of our pants here. So just keep it up, and we'll see what if anything else going on. Uh, like I said on Back Together, they want you to overreact to this and flip it on us like January 6th. Don't let them channel yep. the anger into legal effective recourse. Don't say the things they want you to say. We will win in the end. Okay? Yeah, I've seen a lot of people saying, you know, this is it. This is war. It's like, no, no calls to violence because that's what they want. Exactly right. Yep. Exactly right. They want us fighting amongst each other. Because then they can come in and stomp it all down and take full control. Yeah, it's always been divide and conquer. This yeah. is never, and the problem with Marxism in America originally was that people were too healthy and wealthy and happy and living good lives. So they had to make a cultural Marxism. They had to pit every race and every sexual orientation, and every possible little microaggression against one another. And it turned that, you know, because capitalism in America flourished. So it just didn't work. Joel Pollack from Breitbart, uh, if the Trump raid goes where Democrats want, the Capitol riot may look quaint in retrospect. It's dangerous. Many voters believe 2020 was unfair. Their concerns remain, and now they see a double standard at DOJ. This is a disaster for the rule of law and potentially for America, too. Well, this whole administration is a disaster for the rule of law. It's the most lawless administration we've ever seen when it comes to the border, when it comes to drugs pouring across the border, rapists pouring across the border, criminals pouring across the border, criminals and and crime in all of our inner cities and other places sky high. And where's the FBI for all of that? Where's the FBI for all of that? Nowhere. We never hear about the FBI in, in these situations. Christine Nome, the FBI raid on President Trump's home is an unprecedented political weaponization of the Department of Justice. They've been after President Trump as a candidate, a president, and now as a former president. Using the criminal justice system in this manner is un-American. Clay Travis, this FBI raid on Donald Trump's resident makes him far stronger. It confirms every allegation he's made about the political nature of the DOJ, and it looks wildly desperate. A failing president who knows he's on track to be crushed, desperately trying to take out his top rival. It's unprecedented and a direct threat to democracy. But more than that, it's an incredible sign of weakness and fear. The reason why this happens in a banana republic is because dictators fear the will of the people. Biden knows he's going to be trounced in 24. He's a cornered old man. 
Well, you know, I, again, I was going to start the show putting up the flat, putting up the first warning shot that the Republicans got to get it together. And I mean, I'd like to think it's still a trouncing in 24. But I don't think it can be a trouncing if you just think it's going to be a trouncing. You need to take issues that you can win on and you need to go start preaching about those issues that you can win on. There's Dr. G, obviously, out there at Mar-a-Lago. Good on her. Um, I mean, let's start, let's start with... Uh... There's some, some Republicans who actually praised the Constitution and asked the government to roll back its bloated stature. The issue is um, the Republicans, when you look at the Republican Party, if you don't begin the whole idea of the Republican Party at the premise that right now what we're doing is not working, then you, you don't have a starting point. That has to be your starting point. Well, that's the problem. The, the, R, the RNC is just so damn corrupt. And, you know, they're, they're all bought and paid for as well, for the most part. You know, you got guys, I mean, like Rand Paul, who does, like, he votes no one everything. He doesn't care. He doesn't always want to be there. And that's what you want. You want a government, you want people in government who, who say no. No, we, we don't need more legislation. We don't need more government. We need less government. You know, and, you know, and every, every time you see, like, you know, the, this bill and that bill and this one and like this inflation and reduction, please. It, it just... It, That's the problem, of course, right? That's the problem. You have, you have the Fed raising rates and you have... So the monetary policy right now in this country and then, is headbutting the fiscal policy because it's never enough for the Democrats. Nope. $800 billion is somehow deflationary, they're going to tell us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Essentially another trillion dollars deflationary. Yeah, okay. Alan Dershowitz makes a good point. Joel Pollack says, if this rate is found to be excessive, any material seized could be suppressed and could not be used in any prosecution of Trump anyway. The point clearly is not to pursue a crime, he says. It's to damage Trump politically for 2024. That's Dershowitz. Yeah. I, I guess the, uh, the pictures of somebody supposedly, oh, we took pictures of Trump after he left the toilet. Did you see that nonsense over the weekend? No. Of him? Oh, well, he was trying to flush classified documents. What? Give me a break already. Stop. Please. Everybody yeah. knows it's fake. He was feeding them to his dog. He was rolling the, the papers in Alpo and having his dogs eat it. Too, Everybody right? knows that's fake. Give it a rest. It's just, it's just nonsense that, that you know, the, the, the lunatics on the left will eat up because they want to believe it. It's all about, oh, of course he's flushing things down the toilet. He's also eating, eating classified documents so you can't get to them. That's what he does. Yeah, the, one, one little thing that they keep forgetting is that the president has the power, to, when he was president, to declassify anything he wanted. So if he took it to Mar-a-Lago, it's been declassified. Greg Gutfeld, I'm thinking the Dems are trying to reelect Trump. Not, you know, I mean, obviously doing his thing there. But that, that's actually an interesting point to see as John brought... Oh, here we go. Well, Kevin McCarthy, speaking of the problems of the Republicans. Attorney General Garland, preserve your documents and clear your calendar. Kevin McCarthy, I've seen enough. The Department of Justice has reached an intolerable state of weaponized politicization. When Republicans take back the House, we will conduct immediate oversight of this department, follow the facts and leave no stone unturned. Attorney General Garland, preserve your documents and clear your calendar. Okay. 
Well, it was tersely worded, so that's nice. <laughs> it, it's too bad that as it's Republicans and conservatives, worded. we have to read that and go, it's you know, terse, okay. a great word. Mr. Tough Guy. We'd love to believe that was, we'd love to believe you've seen enough. We'd love to believe any of you have seen enough. Because we've all seen enough. We would love to believe that some of you have seen enough. But unfortunately, we don't. This isn't about old White House documents. It's about keeping him from being able to make new ones. Exactly. Um, well, that's, I mean, that's a lot of the reaction here. We're obviously just taking it as it comes here. Yeah, I mean, if he was serious about seeing enough, he would have seen enough in 17 and 18 to know that, you know what, this is a very, uh, very rocky road where they're taking us down. We need to put a stop to it. But they didn't do anything about it. I see a lot of people commenting and reminding us that Trump personally picked the current FBI director. This is something I brought up, I believe, last week. And I believe somebody, was it you, Rick, who said to you? Yeah, it was obviously now being confirmed now. Came from, he was an attorney for the fat Chris Christie. Right. And at the time, they 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 were on good terms. So, of course, he took the recommendation. Why wouldn't you? The guy was supporting you, trying to help you transition into the White House. When Dick Blumenthal from Connecticut gave him gave support for Trump's pick of Christopher Ray, we should have all known then yeah. that it was going to be a problem. Yeah, Chris Christie. Remember when he first came on, you were thinking, "Wow, maybe this guy has potential." And next thing you know, yep. he was fully, he was full, he, he went, he went, you know, full establishment instantly when he got a little bit of heat. He's like the he's like the picture perfect uh, Republican. Uh, th- you, you listen to him sometimes, and you go. Hey, hey uh, okay, yeah, right on the money. And then you listen to him the other fifty percent of the time, and you go, "What? What party is this guy from?" Right. It's it's like so obvious that like he's like the Hulk Hogan professional wrestler type, blustering up, talking about right. everything. Needs and then to be as loved soon as he gets NBC. off stage, he's uh, you know, he, he, you know, right. he's BFF with uh, wants to see his name in the New York Times. Yeah, you know, yeah. one of those. He, he, he gives, wants, he gives he Obama the big hug, and he turns heel. Exactly. Representative Anthony Sabatini from Florida. It's time for us here in Florida legislature to call an emergency legislative session and amend our laws regarding federal agencies. Sever all ties with the DOJ immediately. Any FBI agent conducting law enforcement functions outside the purview of our state should be arrested upon sight. And I'll tell you something. It's going to be very, I know I read you the governor of Florida's, um, at least I think initial and only tweet so far tonight. But if there was one state this was going to happen in that you would figure that, uh, that the state legislature and the governor is not going to sit back and just go, hmm, oh, well, it would be Florida. And I, I'm not saying that that's going to happen. I have no idea what's in his purview as governor to do here. But it certainly will be interesting to see if anything happens and what he has to say about this uh, and recommendations like that from people in the state legislature there in Florida. I'd also ask questions about the Secret Service because Trump still has Secret Service detail. They had to have been alerted. I don't, I don't know.
live from Studio 6B, 17 past the hour. Let me talk to you about our friends at Birch Gold Group. Get your gold before the FBI does. The end. No. Um, one of the options to consider here is physical gold and silver. We'll get CPI data on Wednesday morning. Big CPI print. Will it come off a nine? Will it come off eight? Will it have a seven in front of it? It's a long way from two. And of course, the Democrats now spent $800 billion more. All 50 of them voted for it. Not one Democrat had the decency to even think about this. Even Joe Manchin, who was Mr. Um, Inflation, 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 gas, 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 energy, energy, energy. He's a fraud. He's a total fraud. $800 billion, they're going to tell us it's going to reduce inflation. First of all, it's not going to do anything until about 2026. And it's not going to do anything to bring inflation down. Deficit spending is not going to reduce inflation. Printing $800 billion is not going to reduce inflation. I don't care what that liar Jared Bernstein tells CNBC every morning. Or Brian Deese or any of of the rest of them. So consider physical gold and silver. Birch Gold, they're experts in that. Then A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. Thousands of satisfied customers. Most importantly, they'll give you options. You can buy gold coins, convert an existing IRA to a gold IRA, convert an eligible 401k account to a gold IRA account. And they'll grow it tax-free, by the way. Here's how you get started. Text America to 989898 and get your free information gift from our friends at Birch Gold Group. Text America to 989898 right now from your mobile device. You get your free information gift from Birch Gold and they'll show you. It's super easy. Text America to 989898, and they'll show you how owning gold and silver could help protect your savings. Do it now. All right, 19 past the hour, live from Studio 6B on a night that the president of the United States, former President Trump, his house was raided, Marlago was raided by the FBI. And um, Dan Scavino Jr., who was pretty much President Trump's, pretty much with him for everything throughout his presidency videos and photos and tweeted out tonight do it 45 trump 2024 and i would say uh, that's a pretty clear reference to um announce your candidacy tonight and give the fbi two big middle fingers and that would be um well that'd be very trumpish quite frankly Mm -hmm. that would be very trump-like to do that and uh, as much as I, I was in the camp of not doing it before the midterms, I'd be all for it tonight, given what's going on. Because this is clearly an effort to not only affect the midterms, but clearly to try to lay a precursor for a criminal prosecution out of the phony, fake, Stalinistic January 6th committee and clearly a race to try to slice and dice death by a thousand cuts so that he cannot run in 2024. Uh, a couple of the reactions here, and we'll go to the guys who are looking for your reaction. We want, I want to get to your reaction as well on Getter in the live chat and some emails we've gotten. Uh, the FBI isn't doing anything about the groups vandalizing Catholic churches, firebombing pro-life groups, threatening Supreme Court justices. But they sure have found time to find uh, to show up at Mar-a-Lago, Marco Rubio. Rhino. True. 
He's dirt. But true statement. Yeah. Well, he had to he had to pander to his uh to anybody who still thinks he's on team R. He's a scam. This whole thing, man, it's all all everything intercepting at once, you know, like food plants going down, the IRS weaponized now to go with the rest of the alphabet gangs. You just think about it. They talk about now there's proof of this thing, the CIA agents all over social media tracking every single person. You know, they already weaponized the IRS in the past against conservatives. What's now to stop them from going after every single individual who's against this uh, globalist agenda? Nothing, anything at this point seem off the table when it comes to the absolutely dementedly corrupt government we, we have. It's... There's nothing, there's nothing you could say at this point that's going to tell me that anything they could do could be trusted ever again. See, this is what's, this is what's amazing right here. I want to show you this because I, I'm so conflicted because we've talked about personnel coming out of the Trump administration and how utterly disastrous some of it was, including now, obviously, Chris Ray, Alyssa Farah worked for President Trump in the communications department of his administration. She tweets out tonight, the inflammatory rhetoric coming from some on the right this evening is frightening. Elected officials need to tone down the rhetoric and let the facts play out. In this environment, words matter so much. This is somebody who worked in the damn administration. This is the tweet we get from her tonight. Yeah, but isn't she on the View now? Yes. Yeah. Okay, so there you go. That she she was never really, you know, somebody who was a she conservative. She was never really what? No, she was never really a conservative. She was all about herself. What can I do? How can I translate this into another gig? She's only out for herself. So so the wind blows this way. That's the way she's going. All right, let's you go. You see it with all these people. Okay, G. Do we have Dr. Gina at Marlago? All right, let's 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 pull her up. See if there's any new information on the ground. Doctor G, how are you? Can you hear me? Hey, I do hear you, Damon. I'll tell you what is the big news here is that there are patriots lining these streets. There are trucks going up and down the street. This has become an impromptu Trump for president, pretty much now rally. Okay, uh, that's good. Good to see the people out there. And uh, we should have all the Republican Party down there, too, by the way. I don't know who's in town. But um, <laughs> is there any other information on the ground that you've learned since we spoke to you early on here in the show? Any Is there been a definitive reason why they were there, what they're after? I gave a little bit of Eric Trump's tweet through Brian Kilmeade before, but I haven't seen much more other than Don Jr. put out just a basic tweet about banana republic stuff but no specifics any other specifics that you've been made aware of um well i do know that i i read uh, on john solomon's site just the news that uh that they are saying this is because of documents that document issue that we heard of before um and that that is the reason that they were here at least that's the reason they're giving now they've also said uh, we heard that the the feds at the top level didn't know about this uh but now it's being reported they did 
that Merrick Garland also authorized this. So uh, that's a lot of information to have come out just in the last couple of hours. I can tell you that media is beginning to line up um, and that uh, some of them are being redirected. It seems like some people are starting to block off some of the streets, so we're lucky to have gotten in here when we did. Um, but I will tell you also that the support for Donald Trump just lining the streets, I can't believe it. it's like a its like a parade, like he was in town or something. It's just unbelievable how many people managed to get here and how quickly they got here and everyone uh, to to a person uh, expressing their support and their outrage that this has happened uh, in, in his home. Uh, I don't know if you saw it. I want to get your reaction to because uh, surprisingly Kevin McCarthy came out and sounded like he um, maybe has some guts all of a sudden. He tweeted to Attorney General Garland, preserve your documents and clear your calendar. I've seen enough. The Department of Justice has reached an intolerable state of weaponized politicization. When Republicans take back the House, we will conduct immediate oversight of this department, follow the facts, leave no stone unturned. Attorney General Garland, preserve your documents and clear your calendar. Uh, Dr. G, give me a 30-second response to that, and then we'll hit the break and come back for more. Yeah, uh, well, that's a strong response, obviously. You know, I would just warn everyone, caution right now, though, Damon, because I've seen the media out here already trying to incite patriots to mention the word insurrection or something like that. So I would just urge caution right now. Everyone stay calm, and, and let's see how this unfolds. All right, Dr. Gina, live from Marlago. We'll get back with her. Let's hit the break, G. We'll come back. And we'll continue to give immediate reaction. We'll get to your reaction to the audience if we have time. On Getter, all the emails. We'll get back to Dr. G at Mar live at Marlago right here on Real America's Voice. Back right after this. All right, 30 minutes past the hour live from Studio 6B. You know what's amazing about tonight? I'm just sitting here as we're trying to do the show, obviously different show than we thought we were going to do as Mar-a-Lago gets raided by the FBI. Um, I had two, two things to go over tonight at some point in the show if I had time. One of them is an article in um, Restoring America, which is presented by the Washington Examiner, and it's entitled, Here's How to Reform the FBI by John Schindler. Does he make a list? Republican sites are set on the FBI. This is this is this morning this was this came out, this article. Everywhere you turn, GOP notables are demanding that the FBI be reinvented or perhaps disbanded altogether. For any civil libertarian, the Bureau, which functions as America's secret police as well as the top federal law enforcement agency, is an easy organization to view with suspicion. At CPAC in Dallas this weekend, Representative Andy Biggs publicly demanded the defunding of the FBI. Chuck Grassley, a longtime FBI critic, has accused the Bureau of playing politics in favor of Democrats on a host of high-profile issues, which he claims multiple FBI whistleblowers have spilled the beans to him. Republicans aren't wrong to suspect the FBI has lost its way. The Bureau's mishandling of 2016 allegations and then candidate Trump's was in bed with the Kremlin, left many Republicans with a bad aftertaste. That got worse with the FBI's 2020 missteps regarding Hunter Biden's notorious laptop, the counterintelligence implications of which are painfully obvious. 
Last week, Christopher Wray admitted as much in testimony before Congress, stating the allegations of politically driven interference inside the Bureau about that laptop were deeply troubling to him. When you add in Republican claims that the FBI oversells domestic extremism on the right while lowballing it on the left, it's no wonder that many GOP want to force change upon the Bureau. Since ending it isn't in the cards, if we disband the FBI, the federal authorities will still need an agency doing their functions, perhaps under a minor name alteration. Or how about mending it? Republicans have several ideas here, from increasing whistleblower protections to more congressional oversight to strengthening inspector general authorities. Let me speak frankly as a former deep state FBI insider. None of this will work. The problem is the nature of the FBI itself. It's bureaucratic DNA. The Bureau was birthed and led for an amazing 48 years by J. Edgar Hoover, a controversial character, but a consummate bureaucrat. Thanks to Hoover, there really is no FBI. There's a headquarters in Washington and 56 field offices, large and small. New York City includes 10% of the FBI and theirs alone. Each a quasi-independent uh, office. Really, nobody has exercised tight control over the FBI since Hoover left the building in 1972. Reforming such a dispersed and secretive system from headquarters is almost impossible. The problem with the FBI being our secret police is the second word. Although few Americans realize that the Bureau is an anomaly. Few advanced democracies share our system in which the domestic intelligence service is also the top law enforcement agency. This setup established by Hoover a century ago is an anarchistic and it needs to end. For most of our allies, the domestic spies and top cops reside in different agencies since putting them under one roof gives too much power to one outfit. All of our ABC Five Eyes par partners work like this. Britain has its security service, popularly called MI5, which cooperates with the Metropolitan Police Specialist branches on national security cases. Still, MI5 and the police are separate organizations. It works that way with Canada's uh, CSIS, Australia's ASIO, and New Zealand's NZSIS as well. The same is true for most of our allies. The FBI would be less feared by average citizens if the people allowed to spy on you inside the United States were not also the people who arrest you. It's time to spin off the FBI's vital national security mission. Counterintelligence, counterterrorism, and counter-subversion into a new domestic intelligence agency while leaving the Bureau's traditional policing skills where they belong. The FBI is the world's leading law enforcement agency. Let them focus on what they do best, catching bank robbers, kidnappers, and corrupt politicians. Such reform was seriously considered after 9-11 attacks, which brought significant changes to our intelligence communities. However, the FBI pulled out all the stops and quietly lo lobbied Congress, which then quashed any major changes. GOP demands for fundamentally changing how the FBI does business, they're correct, but they misunderstand the problem. The Bureau cannot change its DNA. Surgery is required. Asking the police to be spies creates a fundamental clash of cultures and authorities. Make them separate, putting the U.S. in line with most of our allies and all of our close ones. That should be a reform all civil libertarians, regardless of party affiliation, can get behind. The other article that's out today is in the New York Post, and that is by the great Miranda Devine, entitled FBI Director Christopher Wray is Guiding the Agency All the Wrong Way and Fast. 
And I could, she could probably write a part two on that now after tonight. So, all right, let's get some reaction from the audience. Uh, Rick Delgado, what do you have so far? All right, from uh, Jay Dillinger on Getter. He says, uh, we all got raided today by the criminal FBI, which uh, kind of sums up, I think, what a lot of us are feeling right now. All right, Slick Rick, what do you got? Oh, I got a few. Surfer Passer says, is there any way to slow down the chat? Carefree Largo said he would love to see President Trump get on TV tonight and declare his candidacy for president. And uh, Bill Moe says, rodeo time. Roger Grant, I like his on Getta. Uh, this, uh, this was a uh, war, a, a political blunder. They lost all moral authority on everything. So I thought that was very good as well. And uh, PA Cat Lady says, arrest the FBI now. All right, Paul Nolan, anything? Yeah, I saw, uh, saw a good one. Uh, GA underscore sound, Georgia Sound uh, wrote, with CNN on the scene at 6 p.m. waiting for the FBI to show up, which is, uh, you know, yeah, that's, par for the course. Yeah. Good, that's, a, that's a good geek. Uh, yeah. somebody, who, uh, somebody brought up um, the fact that obviously President Trump still has F Secret Service. Yeah. yeah. People also yeah. said that uh, apparently that uh, he's in New York City right now, that Trump, and he's flying down to... Mar-a-Lago as we speak. Uh-huh. So that's, I've seen that in several tweets. Um, I mean, geese. How convenient that he's not there. Yeah. Sure. Pitchfork22, thank you. I'll tell you the Kat other- Chenet, thank you. The other big thing I, I see a lot of, and unfortunately, it's not something you can just kind of brush off and go, come on. It's people wondering uh, if they're up to planting some evidence while they're there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know Slick Rick mentioned that yep. before. Would you put it past them? No. Of course not. I mean, let's face it. Maybe they're in there taking pictures of the toilet bowl, hoping to see some papers stuffed in there. I Father got this Frank. Oh, God. Yeah, they're in the septic tank swimming around where yeah. they belong. Father Frank Pavone, the FBI has just committed the most shameful act that agency has ever done in American history no. by a totally baseless, totally politically motivated raid on President Trump's home. It is a threat to all of us, <clears throat> and it is time for this crap to stop. The FBI has done a lot uglier stuff than that, but this is up there. Yeah. I got this from uh, Sandy Beaches, also on Getter, and made a good point. This says the feds cannot do this without a grand jury indictment. I don't know if that's true, but it'd be something worth looking into well, if an attorney wants to chop. Well, I think a in. judge could sure sign. Right. I, no, a judge couldn't a judge just have signed off on the warrant? I absolutely I, I think so, yes. I don't know. Dep uh, maybe it depends on the state to state. Who knows? And also this from. Uh, T. Zoomom on LFS6B chat. Yep, over on uh, Telegram is uh, posted this Tommy Robinson news feed showing Trump supporters gathering. As you know, Dr. Gina was saying, th there's a lot of people gathering outside of Mar-a-Lago right now, and this feed is showing it from Tommy Robinson news. Well, we have a live feed of Mar-a-Lago. Okay, we do not have one right now. Okay, uh, that's fine. We'll work on getting that back up. Mike's. Uh, that's fine. All right. Mar-a-Lago raid was a huge gift for Republicans, Mike Cernovich on Twitter, who had been struggling with coming up with a reason for voters to turn out in the midterms. Now they have Trump on the ballot. Uh, Jake Paquette, I'm hearing a lot of Republicans talking about winning midterms. I'd rather hear red state governors tonight talk about expelling federal agents from their state borders. Mm. That's exactly what Representative Sabatino Talked about in Florida. Yeah, and fired uh, Soros-backed judges that are corrupting your uh, your legal system. Uh, uh, Lauren, uh, Lauren Boebert, 
the GOP must set up a select committee to investigate the FBI's politically motivated raid on Marlago and all the fraudulent persecution of President Trump from our government. This cannot wait. We're turning into a banana republic at record speed. Um, some of the, obviously, some pictures of outside Marlago, as, as Dr. Gina told us, that they, um, the Trump, you know, the crowd continues to build there. Hey, here's a question I'll ask. I'll yeah. throw this out there. Um, he's on his way back from New York to Florida. What do you think? Are they, uh, you think we're going to see, uh, are they going to try to arrest him? Try to arrest him? Yeah. On what? I don't know. Well, if they went there with a warrant for arrest, we would certainly know that by now. I don't know. It was, I believe it was a search warrant. Well, I don't understand what you mean when you say I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm saying I don't know. They're, these are, these are questions that people have. Are they going to try to arrest them? That's a good question. Who knows? Well, Who knows what else they're going to a good question unless they have an arrest warrant. Maybe we would they, know that by now. Maybe they'll hand it to him when he walks up. I think if they wanted to arrest him, they would have gone to New York simultaneously while this raid was yeah. going on. Yeah. Possibly. Uh, again, Alan Dershowitz tonight, unless there's evidence that we are not aware of, this is improper and it's total misconduct. Kelly O'Donnell from NBC. The FBI notified the Secret Service that a warrant would be executed in Secret Service facilitated access to the Florida Trump property as fellow federal agents, but did not take part in investigation or search. Okay, so there's one of our answers we asked about. Yep. yep. He still has Secret Service, obviously, who follow him, who are at Mar-a-Lago probably 24-7. So the FBI notified the Secret Service that a warrant would be executed and the Secret Service on the ground there facilitated access to the Florida property as uh, fellow agents arrived, but then the agents who are normally there did not take part in the investigation or search. Um, Stephanie Grisham, who also used to work for Trump, was the press secretary for about three minutes, said on CNN tonight, quote, the former president mm-hmm. of the United States did not handle classified documents properly. I watched him, again, this is somebody who, <laughs> let me just point out again. This is somebody who was the damn press secretary. I don't care if it was for three minutes. It's, it's just unbelievable how many people have just, these turncoats yeah. will do anything in their power, anything possible to get liked by the mainstream media so right. they get their little cloak of, uh, look, I'll, I'm with the normal people. It's, it's, the pandering is disgusting. The former president of the United States did not handle classified documents properly. I watched him do it. I watched him go through documents, throw some away, rip some up, and put some in his pocket. Stephanie Grisham Trump's former press secretary. And as Rick pointed out, <laughs> as the president, he can declassify anything the moment he wants to. Yeah. Yep. That's his right. That, that, he's the final arbiter of what gets classified and what doesn't. Anybody who sits there and goes, well, he took classified documents and stuck them in his pocket. He's the freaking president. Those are his documents. All right. So uh, Dr. Gina is on the ground at Mar-a-Lago, and she, we're trying to get some uh, initial reaction from people on the ground there. So we'll try to do that after the commercial break. We'll try to go live. Uh, Termer Lago, Dr. Gene is on the ground. We'll see if anything else has broken. 
and hopefully we can get some reaction from people who are there. The crowd continues to build on a night that uh, we will not soon forget. to the hour live from Studio 6B on a night that President Trump's Mar-a-Lago home in Florida was raided by the FBI. We've been covering it all night. Obviously broke right before we came on the air. Um, Dr. Gina Loudon, who joined us actually from the studio early on the show with John Solomon, and I thank them both for doing that. Dr. Gina has now made her way over to Mar-a-Lago. She's getting some grief from the local authorities there to make sure they get to a certain perimeter. But I think we have her now. Dr. G, what do you, what's on the, what do you got on the ground? Yeah, well, I believe it's the local police. I don't believe it's the Secret Service that normally guards uh, Mar-a-Lago here because I recognize most of them. Um, but it's, I believe it's the local police that are trying to get the rally goers who are here in support of Donald Trump to move on down the way. And in so doing, they're also uh, making all of us move. Um, there is no signage at all. I'll have to move, but I think this is just a, a way to uh, just try to complicate matters, to be honest with you. The local police sometimes aren't on Trump's side. Yeah, just so you know, uh, we read, uh, I believe it was from NBC, it broke to, uh, in the last segment that the Secret Service, who obviously are usually at Mar-a-Lago, were aware that this was going to happen, and they made access for the FBI agents who showed up with the warrant and they, they gave them access to Mar-a-Lago, and then, of course, they didn't participate in the uh, search from there. But the FB, the Secret Service who was on the ground was aware that this was going on and, and uh, then mm -hmm. made access for the FBI agents who showed up. That's interesting. Of course, I wasn't witness to any of that. But what I can tell you now is I think a lot of people that are here that are cheering and yelling and trying to give support, um, some of them may think that Trump is here and he's obviously not. He's at his home in Bedminster, New Jersey. Um, I think you reported that maybe he is on his way here, but he's not here now. Um, and then the other thing I can tell you is that Mar-a-Lago is completely dark, including the residents, which I'm standing right across from at this moment. And uh, so I don't believe that there's anything currently happening. I think a lot of the rally goers here think that uh, that maybe they're they're talking to someone <laughs> when they're when yeah. they're cheering. Um, but there's I don't believe that there's a, a, anyone here right now except probably uh, some staff maybe downstairs. So have you been have you had a chance to talk to any of the people on the ground there? What's the overriding? I mean, I'd love to hear if there's anybody there who maybe didn't vote for President Trump. What they think of this? Uh, and what's the feeling on the ground? Right, I think we're, oh, there she is. She, moved us. Uh, all right, let's. Uh, Do, uh, G, yeah, we got. Uh, we're gonna have to try to reconnect to Dr. G. I, I can't. We can't hear what she's saying. So, Ari Fleischer uh, says what we've heard from a couple people tonight. He says, "All I can say is this: the FBI better have the goods." This better be a slam-dunk criminal case. Otherwise, the Biden administration and the DOJ have crossed the line of no return. If they have the goods, they should announce it tonight. 
Otherwise, this search on a former president's home is a disgrace. And I'd say that's right on the money. What'd you have, Rick? You said you had something? Uh, yeah, I just lost it for a second. Come back to me in a few minutes here. Okay. Oh, oh here it is. Dinesh D'Souza on Truth Social. The Biden DOJ just raided the home of the leading figure of the opposition party, Donald Trump. This should be a red alert to the GOP that it is not business as usual in America, and we are hurtling dangerously into uncharted territory. And he couldn't be more right. This is this is a scary this is a scary time. Scary, whatever. And, and you're seeing it across you're seeing it across everything, uh, social media wise. Is that people are, are nervous? Like, what does this mean? You know, you got Mark Elias sending out tweets of, oh, this is going to disqualify Trump because they want to try to disqualify him for running for office. It's as simple as that. Carla Sands, who is the former candidate for U.S. Senate in Pennsylvania tonight, says, my friends, I am devastated for our formerly great country. Tears and grief tonight. Our Attorney General Merrick Garland and our FBI have raided our former president, Donald Trump's residence, broken into safes taken 35 boxes of materials, presidents have the right to declassify any document. It's 1776 all over again. Um, all right, so we're efforting maybe, Dr. G, if we can get it back. If not, um, it seems like the, the local authorities are giving them quite the, um, quite the runaround down there right now as the crowd continues to build and trying to give you... Um, Initial feedback here as we're getting it, the moment we get it. <clears throat> I haven't seen, you know, I, I mean, maybe I'm just missing it, but I don't, where are the, where, where is the Republican response tonight? Why am yeah. I not seeing Jim? I mean, I'm sure it's out there, and I'm, but it's not coming across my feed. But uh, Rick Delgado, maybe yeah. you could, or one of you could, Paul, you could do, maybe go to Jim Jordan, maybe go to, we heard from McCarthy. Uh, is there any other Republican who has um, issued a statement tonight, like a formal statement, not just a tweet. Glenn Beck, the more I read about this FBI raid at Mar-a-Lago, the more outrageous it becomes. On the day after the Democrats voted to hire 87,000 new IRS agents, they decide to do this. If they find the head of Kathy Griffin in his safe, then okay. Is it murder (laughs) and ironic? But... Mark Levin said, you know, the Biden administration's raid on former President Trump's Florida home is a bold attack on our republic. The Democrat Party is dragging us into the third world, raiding and ransacking a former president's home and likely future candidate for president against Biden, who has insisted he's running again, is BS. But you wrote the real word in an unprecedented act of state sponsored lawlessness. Millions have right. Uh, lost faith in the DOJ, FBI, media, and Congress, and this is beyond anything I can ever recall. And where the hell is the Senate GOP leadership, McConnell, Curran, Thune, and, and Barrasso? Yeah, well, that's just what I was just saying. Who yeah. else has issued a statement here tonight? Jim Jordan w- will be speaking, but he'll be speaking on some other network about stuff, so you, w- okay. you, won't, you won't find it on uh, online, but I did find a couple from uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene, the DOJ, DOJ and FBI just declared war on every Republican in America, and she followed that up with defund the FBI. The uh, Article 3 project, Mike Davis, Attorney General Merrick Garland, FBI Director Chris Ray, and other appointees in the Biden Justice Department are targeting Biden's political rivals with no legal basis or precedent. There's simply no justification to raid the home of a former president 
over a records dispute with the National Archives. This is just what I opened the show with with John Solomon. You're telling me that this, this could not have been arranged through a subpoena? All right, let's go to Dr. G, live at uh, Marlago, still on the perimeter. Dr. G, what's going on? Yeah, well, they've moved us basically pretty far. It's, it's, it's eliciting a lot of emotions. I'm not going to lie. People are very angry that they're being moved and uh, not being able to protest or rally or support the president the way they'd like to be heard uh, over in front of his home, which was raided tonight. But uh, I think there are lots of warnings out there for those that are involved in this. I think they should not sleep well tonight because what they have done tonight woken a giant that I think is going to be hard to put back to sleep. I think this is, uh, I think as, as Joe Hoff put it from Gateway Pundit, the night that changed everything. Uh, that's very possible. And um, I think the overriding, uh, I'm interested to see what the governor of Florida has to say more than the tweet he put out tonight. Uh, some of the state representatives had put out some interesting things that the state legislature should undertake. Ari Fleischer tonight says, all I can say is the FBI better have the goods. If they've got the goods, they should announce it and not wait. This has better be a slam dunk criminal case. Otherwise, the Biden administration, the DOJ have crossed the line of absolutely no return. Dr. G, I've got about 30 seconds left. Your, your final reaction to what we've seen here tonight. Um, I think Merrick Garland is going to go down in history as the biggest partisan hack ever. And uh, I think that this is going to be a turning point for uh, this to not be able to happen anymore in this country. All right, Dr. G, um, I know you're on the ground. If you, if you get anything else, I'm sure we'll be reporting it. Thank you very much for joining us. Obviously, as everything was just breaking and happening live, uh, it was live TV. And thank you. Thank John uh, for joining us tonight. Stay, sa stay safe down there, and we'll, uh, we'll talk to you again. Sounds good. All right, Dr. Gina, live from uh, Mar-a-Lago on a night that very well could change everything, like she said. I want to thank everybody involved tonight with the network. G. Fran, great job putting this all together on the fly as it was happening. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow night, 8 p.m. Thanks, guys, on the show. Thank G. Thanks, Fran. Most of all, thank you to live from Studio 6B audience. Pray for the country tonight. We'll see you tomorrow night.